0: This is the Coach's Wife Life podcast. I'm Kristen Ergel, your host, a former TV sports reporter and fellow college football coach's wife. I'll go one-on-one with the strong women who are the backbone of college athletics and athletics of all levels. And now, Coach's Wife Life.
1: This podcast is brought to you by Brewer of Hope. Brewer of Hope is a nonprofit that supports medically fragile children. If you'd like to make a tax deductible donation, you can use Vidmo at Brewer Hope or online at BrewerofHope.org.
0: Hey there, I'm Chris Nerlon. We have an exciting podcast ahead. But first, I want to talk about something we all know way too much about moving. Just the thought of that can bring an unsettling emotion. Well, i found a team that can take that load off your plate. It's D1 Relocation. This group can do it all. They can organize your move, coordinate with a moving company and a trusted real estate agent. They can actually vet key household partners, such as schools, insurance agents, physicians in the area. They can even help set up your Wi-Fi and water. It's incredible. So I've come to know this team, which is actually founded by a coach's wife. I think you should check it out whether you're looking to move now or in the future, it's d1relocation.com. Now on to our awesome podcast.
1: I'm so excited to have Cameron and JJ Eckler on the podcast. Your dad is a special teams coordinator for the Tennessee Vols. Thank you for joining us. Of course, we're excited. Thanks for having us. Growing up, how many states did your dad coach in? <laughs> Ooh,
2: see you
3: oh man I think it's like eight or
1: nine
2: Dude, no it's more than that right we've
3: moved like 12 times but i think it's only been to like eight or nine different states because we've, we've doubled
2: a- up we've doubled up
3: yeah. so i'd say nine
2: i'm i around wow. it to a clean ten
3: i'm i'm good with that that's <laughs> that's
1: a lot of moves and yeah. what can you tell coaches kid who is nervous about
3: moving you know i would say there's good people everywhere It doesn't matter where you're moving. What we found, we've lived in like every single region of the country. And every single time we've moved somewhere, it doesn't matter if it's California or Nebraska or Georgia. We have been able to find a good community of people any place we move. And so that's what I would say.
2: I'd have to say the experiences that you will have kind of meeting and interacting with people of so many different cultures, of so many different environments, and so many different types of people, those are invaluable skills that very few people out there have and if you if you are able to take those all those lessons that you will learn just by virtue of moving around you will go very far because it's it's not something that people really can do so you a lot of people kind of have their one group have their one culture that they grow up in and that there's a lot of great things about that but you as a coach's kid have the really, I would call it an advantage of moving around, going to so many different places and just speaking personally, that has helped me tremendously in my career. And that's, it's a rare skill. So take advantage of it.
1: It's very rare skill. What's one or two things that really helped you get plugged into a new city?
3: I feel like for us growing up, we all played sports which I feel like especially moving in high school and middle school really helped us ha- kind of have like a group of friends before we started school. Um, I would say also my family were Christians. And so we like to find a good church. And throughout that, like really getting involved no matter how long you think you're going to be there, like joining a small group, like meeting people, all of that, like that. those just get you the great people that you want to spend your time with and grow with.
2: Be be involved, be confident. And just, you know, on day one, you walk into school, just own it. You're the, you're the new kid and that's scary. And I, I know that I have been clammed up and frozen a lot of times in my life, but own it. And, and just, just go and talk to people. And you, I think you'll be surprised at how many, like Boo was, like Cameron was saying earlier, how many nice people there are everywhere.
1: What would you tell coaches' kid who's about to start a new school and doesn't know anyone?
2: Probably what I just said.
3: Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, just talking to people because I've done it both ways where it's like I go in and I'm super nervous and I sit by myself at lunch and I don't do this, don't do that. But I also like when I started to kind of lean into my personality a little bit and just like trust that I was had the ability to make friends, then I was more outgoing and more likely to talk to people. And once I did, like JJ was saying, it's so easy just to find like nice people that you want to be friends with because no, like no one's going to be like, Oh, get away from me. Don't talk to me. Like yeah. it's so weird for that, but like yeah. everyone else should be like, Oh, like it's so nice to meet you. Tell me about yourself. And it's as, just a great way to meet people.
2: Especially because is the new kid. And you kind of learn this as you get a little bit older, the new kid, you're cool. You're mysterious. Oh, nobody cool. knows. Nobody yeah. knows about you. There's play that, into that,
3: definitely. you know,
2: like play that up and, you're gonna, it'll be pretty fun. Yeah.
3: And if you're just kind to everyone that yeah. I mean, people can't dislike no. someone who just treats everyone right and it's just super kind to everyone. So if you just hold that, then you'll be good to go. What type of impact do you see
1: both of your parents having?
2: My dad is you could maybe say notorious for his Twitter account. Yeah. and you know it's 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 one of the silliest things that you'll maybe ever read. But he does it very intentionally to he is always trying to brighten the people around him. And he's trying to really just kind of make people smile at any opportunity. And so just watching watching that and even it's, you know, we'll get we'll get text messages. I know Cam and I both will get screenshots of a Twitter draft and it's (laughs) we don't understand the word of what he's saying. Sometimes there's, there's so much of his own slang and there's just, he puts apostrophes in random places and words, but it's, it's because, you know, he just, he wants to put out joy into the world and he tries constantly, even, I mean, geez, he works more than, I mean, shoot, you know, like coaches work insane hours more than probably all, like any of us will ever work in our lives. And despite i mean he's tired a lot but despite that he goes out of his way to make sure that he is just exuding joy and that's something i really admire and i'll i'll let boo take mom i
3: was gonna say i completely agree with that i feel like with him being gone so much so my mom is also having to do a lot but yeah. hers is like very different i think overall just for both of my parents they both just like preach positively in treating people right and they get involved and they help in any way shape or form they can like with my dad it's just like making people's days better like making sure their mind is right and positive and focused and my mom like if anyone in the whole world needs any sort of help my mom's the first person to jump on it and will do whatever she can we'll follow up like I we're just so blessed honestly to have two phenomenal parents that just I mean, they're they're incredible. Yeah. Honestly, I might be biased, but I've seen it nah, ever, over and over again for like, sure. But how they've touched people, so yeah. we hit
2: the the freaking jackpot, one hundred percent.
3: How does that inspire you?
2: Honestly, I, mean, I feel
3: like it has just made me want to make every day the greatest day ever, mm-hmm. and just like to treat people right. I feel like it just morally, it has set me up or success in my life because I'm never I never want to be seen as like a victim because of like how many times I've had to move yeah. and so it's just like how can you change that like a negative situation into a positive one because I feel like people who had to move like 10 times you can either be like wow like this is so hard whatsoever or you can be like JJ and be like I've gotten so much out of this this has been such an incredible experience and I feel like just having parents like that that has like shifted our whole entire mindset and just changed like mm. everything, honestly.
2: And it's okay because it is hard. It's really hard. I moved my senior year of high school. you did too, but a little bit different. You went four for four, <laughs> um, moved my senior year of high school for, away from probably like one of the favorite places I've ever lived. And that was hard, that, that crushed me for a long while. And it's, that's okay. And so, but you take that experience and what mom and dad have really shown is, Hey, you play the hand you're dealt. You make, I mean, they've taken the word good out of my vocabulary. We don't know what that
1: means.
2: (laughs) 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 Boo's laughing because dad will, you'll see him and he'll ask, Oh, how's your day? If somebody says good, he's like, what, what does it mean? But it's, it's a mindset thing. And when you have a mindset like that, like Cameron was saying, absolutely sets you up for just massive, ludicrous amounts of success. And you wake up every morning and it, you're just already in that right mindset. And that's, that's dad. And that's a huge part of mom too, who does so, so much. I mean, yeah. it's,
1: Very you got four heat. kids.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Four kids and mom is, I mean, we all play sports and we all had clubs, activities and before I could drive, it was mom was shuttle. She was groceries cooking. I mean, like, and so looking back at all of that as an adult now, I'm I'm blown away. It's I'm crazy. Like, Holy crap.
3: Yeah. It's like I don't know how they did that. It's yeah, incredible.
2: It's like man i i sometimes don't make dinner for myself like, how did she every night how did she pull that off you know
1: This yeah. some ways your dad was able to show you how important you are to him even though he's not able to be at every single event
0: oh, i Ooh. love that question
2: in georgia he made it a point to like every other month on a friday he'd pull us out of school and he'd be going on a recruiting trip to like Atlanta or Charlotte or where have you. And we would just go. And so and usually we'd we'd go to it was nine times out of ten, we went to Cracker Barrel. Yeah.
0: And yes.
2: that was and so he he would make an effort and get your dad to do, get him on this, pull him up, pull yeah. you out of school. It was awesome. Oh, best I mean, best thing we ever had. It was like, all right, it's my Friday, let's let's go. Yeah. But that was that was one of the ways that I think he really was intentional, where even though he was still working and we'd get to the high school and he'd be like, all right, JJ, you know, just kind of stand behind me. Like, I got to watch this kid talk with the coaches, whatever. That wasn't the point. The point was, you know, I was there with him. He was present. We would, you know, we'd talk the whole night, go get, go get dinner, whatever. It was, it was very intentional time that he really did set aside to drag his kids along with him to recruit.
3: I completely agree with that. I also think that he would always ask us what was going on. Even if he like couldn't go to like a game or like an event, he would always like make a point to like call us every single night and like hear all about it. And Mm -hmm. what I, something I really respect about him is that anytime he came home from work, it doesn't matter if he had worked like 12 hours that day, like he would spend time with us, like in the living room, want to know all about our days. Like he could work like 13, 14 hours straight and then drive straight to like a volleyball game. And whenever he was with us, it was never about football. It was never about work, which is crazy because of how stressful the job is. But when he was with us, like he made a point to leave all like work was at work. And then Mm -hmm. when he was with us, it was all about us all the time. And I don't know. I just I really respect that. It was super, super great. It's
2: a hard switch to flip. And he did it so effortlessly. Oh, yeah. He
3: flipped it like, yeah, it was night and day. See what I
2: mean? geez, when we were in when we were in California and the head coach got fired five games into the season, we wouldn't have known. You know, no I mean, one. just based on the way that he came home and yeah. was hanging out with the kids, like we would have had no clue. We play, I think we played knockout the next day.
3: Yeah, we did for he had a few
2: hours. Work. Just you know,
3: he told us um, before we went to school in case we heard about it. But mm-hmm. before that, we had we had no idea. We were like, oh, yeah. he got fired. <laughs>
2: it's like, oh, it's like all right, California's gonna be a short one.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was six months, but <laughs>
2: yeah. I was closer to seven. Come on.
1: take. What's something that your mom has done helping you in a transition?
3: Oh, she's done it all. She's like superwoman. Yeah. If She's been like, so my dad kind of unintentionally brings the chaos and my mom is literally the glue that has kept together this entire family for wow. everyone's entire lives. Undoubtedly. Like enrolled in school like Taking us everywhere. She's so involved and so present and so just great at everything, honestly, mm-hmm. that like we would have been in shambles if it wasn't for her. She's just, yeah. she's literally superwoman. It's insane.
2: Yeah, she's taught me just how to be resilient.
3: Resilient. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think that's wow.
2: probably one of the best ways to describe her is she just, whatever the heck is happening around her, unfazed, and wow. she, she finds a way to get it done.
3: Yeah, we just had to show up to the new house and I mean, we'd have to unpack but everything was already done. Like she already yeah. had ideas, like dinner was on the table. Like she's just crazy. That's amazing.
1: awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you think moving has helped brought you closer to your siblings and parents?
2: Oh, for sure.
1: For sure. For
2: sure. Zero question. It's, yeah. I'd, I'd say almost to the more we moved, the closer we got.
3: 100% because, because every single time we move we're each other's only friends when we yep. get there so like by default we're always hanging out and oh, yeah. we're like each other's safety people you know it's like mm-hmm. you go into school and you see like I would see JJ and be like all right like I'm good mm-hmm. like there's here yeah
2: or there's like, a friendly face
3: yeah so i'd say definitely how has it been a benefit to you in your life
1: by growing up as a coach's kid
3: jj
2: well i you know, speaking, speaking right now, I work largely in management, um, where I have to deal with a ton of people scattered across the country. And so for me, it's, and I know for Cameron as well, we can walk up to somebody on the street and just strike up a small talk conversation with them. And it's like, Oh, where are you from? It's I'm from Norman, Oklahoma. And really? And we, the chances are we've lived near them, And just that the instantaneous common ground is such a, such a cool, cool benefit. And it helps you connect almost immediately with a ton of different people. And, you know, I'll probably never be lost wherever I go because I've had to learn so many different, I've really learned how to read a map um, and how to navigate. But just, there are so many random Benefits that I, I know I'm not even hitting them all. I, I know Cameron is probably sitting there like, oh, you're missing this, this, and this. And so, yeah. but like, there are a ton of benefits to it.
3: Like, truly, you can walk into any room and talk to anyone. And I like was not yep. always like that. I, not that there's anything wrong with this, but I was like very introverted. I loved reading at all times, so didn't really have interest in talking to people. And now, like, I have zero problem just walking up to anyone and being like, oh, like, hey, how are you? Like, how's your day? Just talking to anyone, meeting people. I think it's made me a lot more confident in myself because I really had to get to know myself in order to let others get to know me so many different times. I've kind of had to refine that, but... I would say those are the biggest things for sure.
1: Thank you for joining us. Of
3: course. Thank you. Thank you so much. This
1: podcast is brought to you by Ruler of Hope. Ruler of Hope is a nonprofit that supports medically fragile children. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible donation, you can use Venmo at ruler-hope or online at
0: rulerofhope.org. For a replay of this episode or previous episodes, visit coacheswifelife.org and follow us on social media at Coaches Wifelife.